1: Cute Code, Wood Elf, and Mythical present Bronze Stat, starring Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal. Created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Episode 3, One Step Beyond. Hello, listeners. Be advised the show uses immersive audio. It may seem like sounds are coming from around or behind you. Please use caution when operating a motor vehicle. The following episode contains depictions of violence that may be triggering for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
2: I'm chilling so hard, man. Chilling. Yeah. Wait, that woman in the alley. Popsicle fingers? Nope. Who? i'm so cold we are
3: frozen, brother i'm f- f- frozen
2: the whole body's encased in ice can't even wiggle a pinky ah better warmer
4: there you go got most of the frost off your face big breath <laughs> Where am I? Matterhorn? No. Meat locker? Ah, it stinks! This is a gas station bathroom. Closest place I could find where we can talk in private. Is anybody in there? Uh, Occupied! Uh. I'll make this quick. Uh, uh, Who uh, are you? That's my question. What's your deal, stranger? Why don't I know who you are? Uh, Why should you... Hold up, you're not one of Loloc's jerks, are you? L- 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 Loloc? I got it. You're a member of the Red Diamond Cult.
2: Sorry, don't, don't know what you're talking about. Was
4: that like magic?
2: Did you, like, cast a spell on me?
4: It wasn't like magic, it was magic. And yes, I cast the spell Ice and Easy on you, obviously. Why? Why? Sweetie, you were lighting up. About to go supernova. I had to protect myself.
2: Wasn't trying to light up, I swear.
4: You really don't know anything, do you?
2: I I know things. I can talk your ear off about glam rock and the precision of Jean-Claude Van Damme's splits. And I know your acid-washed jean jacket should be stuffed down that toilet where no one ever has to look at it again. But please... Who and what are you?
4: Toots, I'm Hattie Honeybutter, and I'm a witch. Gonna need that again. You heard me. I'm a witch. We don't all have warts and pointy hats. P- prove it. Didn't I just freeze your bun solid with my fingertips? Do, do do it again.
2: I mean, don't ice me again. Show me
4: something else. Well? Look down. I, 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 I'm floating. <laughs> well, you're easy, huh? Only a few inches off the ground, but yeah. Now let's get you back to Earth. So, why are you hassling me? Wait, that Fry Guy thing. You're talking about one of my go peeps. Fun, hey? Create him by casting a spell on a pot of spaghetti, pile of socks, twist of the wrist and bam! Sprout those skinny legs, big eyes and they're off. They'll find you what you're looking for. In my case, you. Uh, How come? Someone giving off the buzz you're giving off? I have to know more.
2: Buzz? My cradar?
4: Cradar? No. Your juice, your hop, your magic. I got a hunch you can hit the high notes like Mariah.
2: Magic? You got the wrong dude.
4: Uh, Why are you such an idiot? Okay. Hattie, honey butter. Stay smooth. Look. I saw you the other day, and what I saw was disturbing. You were walking along, lost in thought.
2: That's every human being in this city.
4: Totally normal. Except your thoughts were visible. Words, from your head, were projecting on the wall behind you like graffiti. Saying things like, what's wrong with me? What's happening to me?
2: That's not so normal.
4: Mm Mm-mm, far from it. And I'm thinking, I should know this guy. But I don't. You also seem scattered, which means you could be a danger to yourself or others. Can't have you out there torching down Tinseltown. So me and my go peeps started following you. That led to the alley last night.
2: I I didn't want to hurt you.
4: Maybe you didn't. Something inside of you sure seemed like it did. I think you better come with me. No way. Every
2: time you get near me, I go crazy. It's you. You're doing it.
4: Fine, babe. Stay here. I was just trying to help. Don't worry. Head but that hand dryer another 10,000 times. You might melt this ice by midnight. Course. Frostbite'll take a toe or two first. Okay, I'll go with
2: you. I'll do whatever. Just help me melt this iceberg.
4: Well, that I can do. Heads up, it's gonna get a little toasty.
2: please make it quick. I've had to pee for like seven hours.
5: It hasn't been that long, Brenna.
2: Shut up. I give Hattie Honey Butter the playback how I've been seeing things. She claims I'm magical. That leaves me talking like this for 10 minutes. I get a grip, but I'm left with this feeling of Christmas morning excitement meets weed whacker headed for my genitalia. At least I get to cruise around in my new friend's old car, a very loud Buick station wagon, half a century old. Echo Park Lake, guess we're not here for a picnic.
4: No, you're taking a test.
2: A test? Well, just freeze me again.
4: I need to test your awareness.
2: My radar
4: Stop calling it that. I need to check your blind spots. Find out how much you're seeing of side B. Side B? Hold with the questions. Follow me. Now. Look out across the lake. Between the boathouse and those picnic tables. What do you see?
2: Just start listing crap? Okay. I see paddle boats shaped like swans. girl chasing a butterfly. Uh, I see those old ladies by the bench. Uh, I think they're twins.
4: Look closer.
2: Alright, um... Well, there's a gentleman relieving himself behind (laughs) that fern.
4: I wanna push you into this pond so bad. Zero in. You're not an average Joe any more than I'm an average Jane. Open your eyes, your ears, and most importantly, open your mind. Your world is not simply about what's right in front of you, what you see down the street. Your world is about what's two steps to the side, what's crawling in the corner, what's behind you in the alley.
2: Right. I-I'm with you. Okay. That skater over there? Doing gnarly tricks? Well... He's covered in fur. And appears to have a tail. Huh.
4: Kids quite literally? A skate rat. Probably a shapeshifter. What else you got?
2: Um... Well, I thought that was just smoke above that street vendor. But the puff of smoke has a
4: face. Your common variety, Mr. mister, mister. Kind of boring, like a jellyfish without the stain. All right, not shabby, but you missed a biggie. Those old ladies aren't twins. If you look closely, the one sitting on the bench, she's flesh and bone and wrinkles. The one standing behind her, that's a ticker.
2: Her fingers are tapping that bench a mile a minute.
4: A ticker is what happens when you wear out your welcome. Your dead self is ready to get going as a ghost, but you're hanging on the life, keeping him waiting. I say that old gal has two days tops before Ancy Nancy turns on her, shows her the door it's darn so.
2: There's no gold star from Hattie for my efforts, but our goodbye is friendly, not frozen, so I'll take it. I tell her about my gig at the call center and agree to meet her tomorrow. She'll find me anyway with her bug-eyed muppets, the go-peeps.
5: Not stop it was making me totally mental but I finally figured out where it was coming from inside the wall now I'm constantly sticking my ear against that one spot but the whispering is still too faint
2: can you get your hands on a stethoscope
5: like the doctor thingy guess so
2: listen with one of those and be sure you call me back I want to know what that voice is trying to tell you I wasn't being a smart ass. I really do want to know. I'm feeling the gig tonight. Maybe more than ever. After hanging with Hattie, my ears are wide open. And please believe me
3: when I say I'm not a bad man. I love my wife and my children, dearly.
2: But you ate your daughter's hamster.
3: Yes. Oh God help me, I did.
2: Was there any cooking or prep involved or did you just- I pulled
3: it right out of the cage and bit into it like a furry apple
2: not trying to upset you. It's okay.
4: Is it though? This man is snacking on live rodents.
2: Let me handle this. What? Uh, this hunger you feel. How often does it hit you?
3: The hunger comes in once a month, but that's not all I get. Five o'clock shadow won't quit no matter how many times I shave. Its fingernails have to be trimmed every 30 minutes. Hey, is it possible I'm some sort of...
2: Beast-man! Let's just say I've dropped the word impossible from my vocab. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no full moon
4: tonight. No, it's nothing lunar. Anything can trigger it. Today,
3: I I, I heard that old song that you couldn't get away from. It was everywhere. um, um living la vida loca.
2: When you say it, I kind of like it. Ricky Martin.
3: Yes, I heard that song. Then... I the change kick in! Oh, God, I'm so ashamed!
4: I hate myself for being this way!
2: Look, you can't hate yourself for being different. Normal doesn't really exist. And deep down, nobody likes the sound of it. However, this thing where you're eating cute pets... Definitely work on that. Ronstadt! Jeez! How long you been standing there? Yeah, long enough to know you wasted too much time on that call. I told you before. Don't indulge these fools. Hey, fools are people too. Speaking of asshats, I must be one of the all-time greats for losing Faye's number last night. So I test Hattie's theory that I'm special. I stare at the phone and see if I can make it... Call Faye.
1: They forgot to include your ranch dressing?
2: Then I remember you can just ask someone for their friend's number, if you catch them before the end of their shift. 911, what's your emergency? 911, what is your emergency? Vez, um, what are you doing? I'm trying out different ways I could do my greeting. The boss told me he didn't like the way I was saying it. How are you saying it? 911, how bad is it? Yeah, um, tool is a tool, but... I think he might have you on this one. Anyway, I need to ask you something about Faye.
6: Oh, yeah. I talked to her today,
2: and your name came up. It did? What'd she say?
6: Uh, I think it was about your hair.
2: Really? Like, it's sweet? Or it sucks?
3: Oh, that's me. Catch you later. 911. Hello? Hello?
2: As I bolt from the call center and aim for my train, I pass a middle school and consider enrolling. I mean, chasing down phone numbers? Does she like my hair?
5: Your hair style is outstanding, man.
2: Thanks, Fox. Fact is, when it comes to the do, there's no styling whatsoever. Get up in the morning, it's already up. Hop out of the shower, and a minute later, the thing is in full bloom.
3: Hey, wanna hear a joke? Holy shit! That's the spirit, pal?
2: Out of nowhere, I'm introduced to another Angelino apparition that's rough on the peepers. Pale, gangly, hairless, wearing nothing but a toothy grin and boxer shorts with tiny hearts on them. This is Knee Slapper.
3: Ronstadt, huh? Guess don't name a kid anything these days. Boing! Say, why the sudden change of heart? Been trying to chew it with you for weeks. Kept blowing me off.
2: Really? Uh, I didn't mean to. Uh, I'm just seeing more clearly these days. Knee-slapper babbles on about how he once was a stand-up comic named Joey Jump.
3: So they call the paper, you wipe your nose with facial tissue, right? So why isn't toilet paper called astral tissue?
2: He was a rising star in the joke world till he was violently beaten by hired goons.
3: I'll give you a point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this funny?
2: How about this? Boy. And unceremoniously chucked from the top of the D in the Hollywood sign. Maybe in the next life you'll think twice about sleeping with your manager's wife, Joey.
3: She told me she was his sister! Yeah. So,
2: one joke before you split? Sure, um, just make it quick.
3: Cookie, it is. Let's see. You hear the one about the ski instructor and the archaeologist? Uh, Or was it the boa constrictor and the brain doctor?
2: Train's coming.
3: Uh, I'm not in the zone, but how about this? Instead of a joke, why don't I hit you with a piece of advice? Watch your back, Ron Stant. Word on the street is it might not be safe for guys like you anymore. You know, guys who are... touched? Or about to be... Boing!
2: (laughs) As I peel off from my new favorite zombie comic, I can't help looking over my shoulder. Or moving a little faster than I need to. Hurtling across town at 70 miles an hour, I'm finally beginning to relax. <sighs> but then, my brain parasite starts in again.
6: 5550112, 5550112, 5550112.
2: Ed Vox, what are you doing?
1: I'm just returning something you lost, 5550112.
2: Hold on, is that?
1: It's the Drummer Girl's phone number. You side one, so I side two, brother. I'm in here all day long like I'm sitting in a wet pink car looking through your eyeballs like they're a couple of mini windshields, brother.
2: Okay, got it. But see, this is you being helpful. Why didn't you say something before?
5: Because before wasn't now.
2: That's annoying, but cool. What's the number again? Five, 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 oh, I say phase five, five, digits and immediately swept what I'm going to say when I call. When was the last time I talked to a girl on the phone who wasn't doing this? I asked Hattie the Witch to meet me on the corner of Broom Street. Seemed appropriate.
4: You made it. I wasn't sure.
2: I'm strange and alone. In the space of an hour, you referred to me as Mariah Carey and called me special. (laughs)
4: Let's grab a bite. I'm buying. Where to?
2: Buffet in a graveyard? Barbecue in the Black Lagoon?
4: Heck no. Side B may have magic and wonder, but food is still way better on side A.
2: One
3: quesadilla and a shredded chicken burrito. Anything else?
4: That'll no, do We're it. good, thanks. So, you want answers? I'll give you what I got. Fire away.
2: Well, yeah, easy. What the hell's going on with me?
4: Ask me again later.
2: Bigfoot, is he real? No. Vampires.
4: No. Well, sorta. But they're not called that. And none of that garlic and sunshine movie bunk applies. In their native tongue, they're the Varuna Varunaze,
2: Varuna Kinda pretty. What's that mean? Blood guzzlers. Can we get the check? Mm-mm.
4: Sit down, sit down. Let's start your lesson, okay? The world you stepped into the world that's been slowly revealed to you. Newer generations call it side B, like the flip side of a record. It's always been here and it's everywhere. Every cornfield, street, jungle, and tundra. In every country, on every continent. But most folks can't see it. If someone can, well, they're part of it. Like me, like you. Following so far? Um, guess so. Let me break it down. Here. Take my quesadilla. These four slices. They represent the four parts of the world, the four M's. First there's the mundane, a.k.a. the flat world. For the better part of your life, you've been living in the mundane. Birds and babies, flowers and furniture. People sleeping and talking, howdy neighbor, oh my God, did you send mom a card? Typical, what you see is what you get.
2: So that's side A.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Now side B includes the other three M's, the magical, the mythical, and the metaphysical. Recently you started catching bits and pieces of all these. Yeah,
2: I call it my cradar.
4: I'm aware, very cute.
2: But I haven't organized my observations. It's just sort of a junk drawer of the outrageous.
4: Well, the metaphysical? That includes all manner of specters. Phantoms, ghost vapors, mists, zombies, and undead. Things that bought the farm, but stopped payment on the ticket to the grave. Next, the mythological. Creatures and critters that range from neat and sweet to hairy and scary. Some of them don't look much different than one of these kitty cats on my jacket. Others. Yeah. They make you shit your pants.
2: (laughs) I was kind of into this burrito.
4: Then you have the fourth M, the magical. Magic is the most complex part of side B. Magic is a precious resource and it's becoming scarcer and scarcer. They say the world was once drowning in it. You could scoop up handfuls like water. But now, most of it is used up, cut down, burned away. So if you got it, you're special.
2: I, I mean, I...
4: Uh, Too much chips and salsa? Uh,
2: no, but this is just a lot to take in. It was easier when I thought I might be a maniac.
4: Hey, <laughs> the good news, you're not crazy. The bad news, the world is.
3: Hola, which car?
4: Buick station wagon, gracias. So Ronnie, you wanna take a tour?
2: Something tells me you're not talking tar pits or the walk of fame.
4: Bingo, I'm talking about a supernatural safari. The sights and sounds of your new world, side
2: B. I don't know, I haven't slept in a week.
4: Trust me. This'll wake you up.
2: We drive, and brothers and sisters, she's right. I've seen some things on my own, but with Hattie, there's context. In Griffith Park, where the old zoo once stood, I meet a four-legged ghost.
4: That's a phantom. He's a representation of the metaphysical edge of sight
2: Incredible.
4: Ghosts can spawn for more than just dead folks who refuse to let go. Ghosts may be animals gone too soon. Even buildings torn down before their time.
2: At the Hollywood Reservoir, high in the hills, we walk a concrete path to the middle of a massive dam. Oh look, there's a baby turtle. The water splits. The baby turtle catches a wave, and I catch a glimpse of a colorful, Monster?
4: The reservoir was built in 1924. She's been here longer than that. Whoa! She's hauling ass! She's not just a great swimmer. It's called a wet and wild. Creatures like this represent the mythical edge of side B. She's circling back.
2: With Hattie as my guide, I'm learning.
4: Ever see a double mug? person with the second face on the back of the head? What are you looking at? What are you
2: looking at? And the best thing about it? (laughs) Right. I'm no longer alone in this. After a day of exploring the extraordinary, we come crashing back to the flat world, picking up ice cream cones and parking at Dodger Stadium. (laughs) Hmm. Haven't had a scoop since Nana's.
4: What's that, Ronnie? Nothing. Great view of the city up here. The sky looks like it's on fire. Don't worry, Ronnie, it's not.
2: Ah, uh, so inferno sky's not a thing. Good. Oh man, didn't see this before. Your station wagon has one of those fold-up seats in the back. Can we sit back there? You mind?
4: Mm-mm. Stretch out, babe.
2: <clears throat> Love these seats. There's something about being in a car and facing the wrong direction that gets me way more excited than it should. Plus, sort of reminds me of being a little kid.
4: What do you remember about your past? If you have magic, it came from someone else. That's how this works. Aunt Linda passes it down to cousin Jimbo who drops it to baby Sue.
2: That's just it. My parents were normal. Nine to five jobs, two car garage, bought me all kinds of Nerf products. Not a single incident of eyeball lasers or levitation. What? You don't believe me?
4: I believe you. But it's possible they were hiding the truth. Why? To protect you. What you saw today. Those sights and sounds of Side B. It can be a place of beauty and splendor, but it's also dangerous. Treacherous. A nightmare darker than anything imaginable in the flat world
2: i did encounter something this shadow have you ever heard of a vile lurk
4: when where
2: oh she's heard of him i mentioned kimmy's call and suddenly i'm the fascinating one hattie hangs so hard on my word she forgets to lick her ice cream cone two scoops ooze into her lap
4: it's never good news when shadows are around they're released by a ring of sorcerers, the Shadowmancers, led by a man named Kenner Lash. Shadowmancers claim to operate between light and dark, but, sweetie, they're dark. Hail vale of night, vow of fright. It begins with an ancient ritual chanting in a circle. All right, all right. Then the vow lurks, the shadows peel away from their conjurers and slink into the night. Tracking, chasing, spreading terror. It's rare, but even people in the flat world can see them. Pitch black with long clawed fingers. Look like demons, but they're not. That'd be easy. Flash a crucifix, splash a little god water. But this isn't deities and devils. It's magic.
2: Why would one of them terrorize a little kid? Just for sick kicks?
4: That's what bothers me. The shadowmancers are mercenaries, running jobs for side B players and power brokers. If a vile lurk sticks a bullseye on your back, it's part of something big.
2: It's weird. Uh, I knew how to attack it. How to stop it. Somehow that information was dribbling around in my head. And that happens even some of what you showed me today felt familiar.
4: Well, some way, somehow we're gonna get to the bottom of you.
2: I'm up here on the right. House with the plastic flamingos.
4: Nice place.
2: Yeah, no. I, I live in an apartment above the garage in the back. Get a room! You get a room! Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't mean us. It's a long story. Thanks for the ride.
4: Thanks for the ride.
2: Uh, I didn't finish. Uh, Thanks for the ride. And for blowing my mind into a million bits.
4: That's better. Hold up. Before you go, got something for you. Back seat.
2: A box of VHS tapes? Miss Odetta Ubeda Reese presents Abracadabra Almanac. These aren't available in hologram or something?
4: Magic, folk. We don't play much with technology. Side B's fantastic, not futuristic. You got a way to watch those?
2: VCR? Shockingly, I I do. Foreheads, automatic tracking, that Japanese engineering.
4: Good. Now what I served you today was the appetizer. Odetta was the maven of magic in Side B. Old school witch that would, as she said, get you to focus on the hocus pocus little homework will do you good.
2: Yeah, sure. Oh, by the way, um... What do you do when school isn't in session?
4: Um, which stuff? It's a full-time job.
3: Was... this your card?
5: (laughs) Sorry, dude.
2: Yeah, bro, thanks for the little magic show, but we gotta take off.
3: Wait, wait, bad trick, don't go, don't go, I've got something really special I can show you, okay?
5: Ugh, ugh, fine.
2: What?
3: Check this out. Yeah, dude, what am I looking at, alright? Do whatever it is you gotta do, but we gotta roll, man.
1: Holy shit!
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa.
1: Eddie, what just happened? Where'd he
3: go? Where'd he go? He just, he just...
1: He's gone! This is not right.
2: Hi there. Holy shit! One, Hey, run! Go, ah! oh, go, oh, come on, come on. That was worth a quarter. Ah well.
3: Who's there? Hey, don't, no! Ah!
1: Ah! Fire department is on its way. Sit tight.
2: Been here nearly an hour, cooped up in my old elevator office, and Barbie's basically on mute. Not that I mind. Tons of chomp on after Hattie's lectures. And there's something else I should do. Something I've been neglecting.
1: I think I know.
2: Faye. It's way past prime time, but Vez says she's a certified night owl. Part of me is sort of relieved she isn't answering. I'm hanging up. What is happening? Oh, um, hey. Sorry, I called too late, huh?
5: Dunno, depends who I'm talking to.
2: Right. This is Ronstadt.
5: Hmm, Ronstadt. Sounds made up.
2: Oh, no, we we met the other night at the show. Remember?
5: I meet lots of guys, so...
2: Really? Okay.
5: (laughs) I'm just messing with you. No, I. I, come on, a girl would have to work pretty hard to forget sunglasses at night. Been wondering if you'd call.
2: Good start. Still takes me another 21 minutes to ask her out. She hits me with a, I'd love to, but...
5: I have to babysit my friend's pet for a few days. Poor thing suffers from major separation anxiety. Like, leave it alone for more than 10 seconds, it'll have an aneurysm. Would you mind just hanging out instead of going out?
2: I'm like... Duh. No, I didn't. I said yes. And I agreed to bring the entertainment. Figure we'll take Hattie's tapes for a ride. By the way, what kind of pet is it?
5: Huh? Oh, a a hamster.
2: Really? I know a guy who ate one.
5: (laughs) There's the man with the hair.
2: It's money, right?
5: (laughs) Zillion bucks. Come on in.
2: Wow. Trade you apartments. Ooh!
4: Why don't we have a place like this?
2: Yeah. Balcony, drum kit, velvet Elvis on the wall, but it's Costello, not Presley. Nice.
5: (laughs) Ah, yeah, it works. Ooh, what's in the mystery box?
2: This inelegant contraption is what the ancients once called a VCR.
5: Ooh! Please tell me you have some crazy old tapes to go with it.
2: I have some crazy old tapes to go with it. Shit! What? What's wrong? I think you got a rat in here.
5: <laughs> that was Sydney, the hamster. Yeah, we're not doing the whole cage thing.
2: I hook up the VCR. Faye hooks up some delivery. Here you go. And in no time, we're sharing pad thai and pressing play.
4: Greetings, my lovelies. I'm Miss Odetta Reese, your maven of
0: magic. Ha! Huh? And welcome to my home.
2: <laughs> I'd say that's a cheesy set. But that's exactly how kitchens looked in the 80s.
0: Hmm? Now, the first thing you need to understand is the magic you
4: possess lives deep down inside your bones.
2: And what's she wearing? There might be some aerobics in our future.
5: Uh, What are you talking about?
4: It's gotta start in your heart, okay? But I want you to try and feel it. Feel it in your feet. Yes, in your legs.
2: It hits me. Faye isn't seeing or hearing a thing. She's looking at white noise, and now she's looking at me like I'm from West Neptune.
4: Feel it in your arms, your hands, Uh Mm uh-huh, (laughs) mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah, no. Um, what's this thing gonna get going here?
0: Mm, Try fast-forwarding. At times, you may feel a strange, overwhelming sensation.
2: I watch Miss Odetta rattle off Pearls of Enchanted Wisdom at a million miles a minute. Faye sees nothing but fuzz. I suggest music instead. We move to a bench on Faye's balcony.
5: So, when was the last time you actually, you know, dated someone? I... (laughs) Me too. Really? Why so surprised?
2: Well, drummer girl, hamster babysitter, writes about aliens, animal people, clever, cool, and I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff.
5: Wow, thanks. Truth is, I've had some not-so-hot experiences in the past. People who weren't, uh, let me say genuine.
2: Yeah, listen, I know. We just met, but there's a lot of things I haven't told you, and...
5: I don't have to know everything. (laughs) At least, not yet. But something tells me you're as real as it gets, Ronstadt.
2: We listened to records for hours. Thoughts of side B in the call center drift from my head, off Faye's balcony and into the night. I don't want this to end. Just like that, it's time to go.
5: <laughs> hey, check it out.
2: I look down. Sydney's sleeping on my leg.
5: The hamster seal of approval. <laughs> he really likes you. Can't blame him.
2: Faye runs her fingers through my hair and a tingling sensation moves through me that makes even the mouthwash marinade seem small-time.
5: <laughs> Pretty sure you're not getting out of here without kissing me first.
2: If this was a movie, I'd be singing and skipping down the street. Oh. Not in these boots, but still, singing at the top of my lungs.
1: Which song, Greta? Let's get done by
2: bargain here. Let's not jump ahead here. Walking on sunshine by Katrina on the way there. Needs to have more kick. Ah, I wanna be your boyfriend by the reward. That's the one. If this is how it feels to be alive, I'm never going back. Can't remember my last kiss, but it couldn't have been like that one. No way, no day I'd forget something like that. Hmm, what's that? Wow. Someone in this tiny park flying a kite under the stars. Is this night magical or what? Uh, that's not a kite, man. No, it isn't. I'm looking at a man hanging in the air. Split wide and swishing in the wind. His entrails spilled towards the ground like gory rope held in the gnarled hand of a haggard woman. <laughs> the high I was on after that kiss is chucked into a ditch. And when my feet finally start moving, I wonder if they're ever going to stop. You
5: have to work on your running, man. You have to pump your knees, man. Pump your knees. Come on, man. Pick up the face. Pick up your face.
1: Brett McLaughlin and Link Neal with Mark DiCarlo, Michael Cienfuegos, Holly Jade, Maya, Emily Fleming, Renee Mujica, Fred Berman, Reba Burr, Brandon Parves, Richard Epcar, Mara Schuster Lefkowitz, Christina Klebe, Carly Rothenberg, and Rickmany K. Desai. Created by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Written, directed by Jonathan Straley and Brandon Bestenheider. Executive produced by Rhett McLaughlin, Link Neal, Stevie Winlevine, levine Mallory Schwartz, Rob Herding, and David Henning. Co-executive producers Chris Ferguson and Andrew Levine. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez and Marlena Ma. Co-producers Jacob Moncrief and Michelle Zarate. Associate producer Jenna Purdy. Supervising producers Sandra Yi Ling and Shen Yin Hiyu. Original music and composition by Mike McGinnis. Q Code Head of Music Darren Johnson. Q Code Head of Mixing, Ben Milchev. Audio Engineering by Ryan Walsh, Ben Milchev, and Neely Oftering. Edited by Braden McCluskey. Sound design by Umberto Corte. Sound mix by Eugenio Battaglia. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Assistant Director, Kelsey Adams. Script supervisor Liam Hooper. Welfare worker Valerie Pritzlaff, Assistant engineering by Beatrice Noronha. Additional editing by Matt Smalley. Sound effects editing by Christophe Classe and Alex Lara Peralta. Production coordinators Brandon Weisner and Anna Basha yokum Post coordinator Rachel Yanover. Production assistants Nathan Yan, Bailey Grayson, and Jillian Avenas. Production legal Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chen Liu. Produced in association with Oddfellows Post. Ronstadt is a Q-code, Wood Elf, and Mythical production.